Blog Talk Radio. That's my level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I go ahead and speak my mind. The devil is alive, creeping from behind. Propaganda and scandals are one of a kind. But they on some shades, quick to close the blinds. Claim they missed it, as if they were frozen in time. But I'm professional, DeMar DeRozan with lines. Not speaking slam dunking, too short to grab the rim, but raw enough to put the funk in. Boy, I smash a pumpkin. On Halloween, dressed up as MC3, cause ain't no future in your front end. Yeah, and that's how it is. In this crazy world, do your best to raise your kids. Boys and girls, cause they are your true reflections They strapped with a powerful mind for protection That come free, homie, this ain't the free land I just ask God to give me the strength to three men Family, this is your man, Brother Insight, back on another edition of the Insightful Hour, y'all. That's right. It is a special show tonight. I know y'all used to seeing us rock out every Sunday from 6 to 8, but we decided to do a special show because we got something special coming through the Midwest, in particular the capital city here in Ohio and Columbus this coming Sunday. That's right, y'all. Brother um, Ampool, Brother Noble Ampool and Minister Jew are going to be here Sunday 12 noon at Ngazi over on Westerville Road. Um, it's going to be a powerful presentation. Any of you guys was here last year. Uh, we had Brother Ampu, uh do a joint by himself, and then he came back shortly after that and opened up for Eileen Bay. So if you're familiar with this brother's work, you definitely want to be in the building. This Sunday, it's going to be $15 at the door. So I told the brother, I said, you know what, man, we got to bring you on the show, and we want to have you brothers talk about a little bit about the presentation. We don't want to give you all the whole presentation because we want you all to come out to the lecture on Sunday, but we want to get into a little bit of the presentation, talk about some of the information that they're going to be presenting 
um, and let the people know that this is definitely going to be worth their time. And uh, it's a long weekend. I know a lot of people's weekends start tomorrow. Um, the, the holiday is, is on Saturday, and the lecture is on Sunday. So make sure y'all get all y'all family time, visits out the way, and be at Ngazi on Sunday at 12 noon. It's going down. Both of these brothers are going to be bringing some great, great information. And um, it's going to be a great event. And um, and Poole is the type of brother that brings the type of information that, sadly, our people aren't focusing on enough. We're focused on a lot of other things, history and a lot of the other stuff, which is cool, don't get me wrong, but the information that him and Jew and these brothers are bringing down is things that can change our situation here and, and right now. So I think it's very important that we get our butts to Ngozi on Sunday and tell a friend or relative the number is 619-393-2813, 393-2813. Rock out with us tonight. We're going to be on for about an hour and a half to two hours or however long it takes to get this information to the people. But um, let's bring in my beautiful co-host, and then we'll get ready and get the show started. So let's go to Shy City, to the hometown, and bring in Sister Rhythm, a.k.a. Miss G. What's going on, beloved? Peace. Everything is great. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. What's going on in Shy Town today? Uh well, um, it's cold, and it's that so hurts my feelings. <laughs> it's July <laughs> the second, and it's like in the sixties. It's oh. Anyway, um, yeah, you know, it's, I guess a whole lot going on today. Ross has a basketball game. Um, it's probably just ending now. Actually, my mother's picking him up. And I dropped him off. I mean, I don't know. I just been around the house. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what's up. I know you just finished with school uh, with the baby, so you probably need to just have you a week or two where you're just lamping around the crib doing nothing. And um, it has been one of those, I won't say summer, because summer has only been about two weeks, but it's been crazy, man. We haven't had any really no 90-degree weather. The sun is barely peeking out, so... Hopefully this weather will turn around and uh, we'll get some 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 good hot days. Cause, you know I love it when it's hot and scorching outside. That's my type of weather. Mm-hmm. Me too. You know, and I'm like, it's not a summer without it. It's really not. Exactly. So last exactly. summer it wasn't that we didn't have too many 90 degree days. We only had a few. Like so, hopefully we get something. I mean, I don't know. Yep, I feel the same way. So last summer was not hot at all, so hopefully it turns up here real quick. But um, enough of that. Let's bring in the, the main people that's going to be on the show tonight. And uh, the topic is, is one that I love, and I love how Ampu comes up with these titles and, and, and these subject matters and how he flips it. And I'm, I got a, a good feeling the brother's going to flip it tonight, and he's definitely going to flip it on Sunday. So uh, let's welcome back to the Insight for our for the second time, second or third time he's been on the show. Uh, let's bring him in first, brother uh, Noble and Pooh. What's going on, family? How you feeling tonight? Hey, peace, 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 peace to you and, and, and your co-host. What's happening? What's going on? Man, all is well. All is well. It's good to have you back on the show. Sister Rhythm, I'll let you go ahead and greet your brother. Sister yes, Rhythm, peace. that's what it is. Peace, Sister Rhythm. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I, I am excellent. I am excellent. Good to Absolutely. have you on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me, for sure. 
Absolutely. And let's bring in a brother who's from, from our hometown, Rhythm. I've never had the chance to interview the brother, so it'll be a great pleasure to interview him tonight as well, who's a, a good friend of Brother uh, uh, and Pools and uh, one of the brothers that's doing great work out here. I hear a lot of good things from him, uh, from brothers that have worked with him and brothers that have observed his work. So I'm happy to have one of our own uh, native sons on the phone tonight. Uh, Minister Jew, what's going on, my brother? How you feeling? Hey, hey, what's happening, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, brother. How's it going for you, man? Oh man, I'm doing I'm doing great, man. Everything's good. That's what's up. That's what's up. So let's let's get it in, man. I am excited about this weekend. Um, I was in the barber shop the other day, and, and uh, the brothers in the shop is excited, and we're waiting for this presentation because people that know uh, and who know that, like I said, he flips the titles. Because last time he was here, you know, talking about black power and all this, they thought the election was gonna be one thing. And he totally blew their head off with the information and went into a totally different direction. So the brothers in your shop and the regulars that come in and the people in the city that, that's a part of our community, they kind of got an idea what this is going to be about. But I'm going to go to Ampoo first. When we look at this subject matter for Sunday's lecture, 7-11, um, the, day that Columbus, uh, uh, the day that Columbus died, what is that subject totally about when we get into uh, Sunday's presentation? Well, in- indeed, man. Um, you know, 7-Eleven historically has this, um, historically it has this, uh, it just has this niche and magnificent mark in history uh, from one aspect, because it's different planes to this thing, you know, if his- from the historical aspect from the year 7-Eleven, um, where you're dealing with a very important piece of history for all my history lovers, um, you know that that's a critical point of uh, where, where the Moors or who you actually say, uh, some scholars say were Africans who actually went up into Europe and um, they conquered. And and, um, and and you had a really, for real, for real, you had a, a golden age of a utopia for almost 800 years. So you had 7-Eleven on that aspect to just represent a very fine, beautiful piece of uh, artistic and spiritual history. Uh, me more personally, I'm, I'm into the spiritual arts, and that era of time is by far known as medieval times. Um, by far, has some of the most fascinating um, spiritual concepts and well-preserved spiritual concepts that you would ever really want to dabble into when you understand um, the basic course of the spiritual law and how it works in this reality from the unseen event of the cosmos, light, ether, sound and things like that, um, and being able to successfully um, conjure up um, the the celestial force slash the spirit force of the creator and how to make that force present in your reality. So we got 7-Eleven from a historical aspect of that, which you know in 1492, um, Moors gave up Spain from that aspect and um, understood that, you know, if they probably went to war, after 800 years of ruling and being comfortable, they probably get smashed. So, you know, you do what a smart man would do, and you live life another day to fight a battle at a different time, and you succeed, you give it up. And um, as soon as that happens, you have some some very historical, uh, significant things happen. The Alhambra decree happens where the Jews got to go, and it's interesting because the Jews got to go and the Moors got to go. It makes you kind of think that, hey, wait a minute. Question A is, were these people, if they were two different people, Moors, a.k.a. and Jews, were they 
uh, they separate people, were they having some kind of relationship with each other because they were in the same landmass and they both got to go at the same time? Or were they the same? Mm. I don't know. But but historically speaking, it's just you got to just kind of connect the dots and see because this is chess. You know, the, the Krishna order came through and said, listen, y'all got to go. You know, I don't care which of y'all got to get up out of here. So that happens. And um, um, a, another thing happens uh, in another paradigm, um, you, you later have it where um, the truth of the matter is then, you know, Christopher Columbus then set sail. And I be telling people, man, like like Columbus is the inception point for the old war order. Now, and we can get into this thing, and I'm glad you say, you know, we got to go an hour and a half, two, bumping, let's go. Because I'm going to tell you something. There is, you, you have to understand the thought form that exists in human beings, or what you want to call the spirit that exists in human beings. Because there's two, there's basically two basic orders in here. And in Scripture, it gives it to you so elementary. It's like, hey, you got a God and you got a devil, period. So what's happening is Christopher Columbus, he set sails in 1492, and this becomes the inception point at that time for a new world order, right? Of course, you got people here, indigenous people already in North America, all in the islands, South America, and everything. But a new order is coming, and it's coming by the way of raising the Christian flag. It's just, it's just quick history. It makes sense, right? So they conquer. All due respect, they conquer. So, but Columbus becomes this inception point of the new world or coming over here. And at the same time, it later trickles down into Christopher Columbus discovered America, which becomes the educational inception point in your mind. Now, that becomes the very first thing they really hit you with to get you going. Now, <clears throat> we know what spawns after that. After that, you have, you know, um, slavery follows uh, there after no more than 200 years later, early 1600s, but some records say, you know, slaves start coming in and this new world start coming in. Now, <clears throat> when I say you got to be real careful is because when you get into the slavery aspect, man, um, you got two mindsets that's, that's running this thing, and I'll I, I get into it in a second. But when you look at it from one aspect of history and Christopher Columbus, the inception, then you got slavery in the early 1600s. I always tell people this, brother, insight and sister rhythm, is if slavery happened in the 1600s, right, that's historical record, 1600s, and then uh, uh, it don't it don't stop until 1865, the Emancipation Proclamation, right, and then it says, okay, we about to go to war, which now here go these two thought forms. You had uh, uh, Southern folks who at that time was the, you know, the South, the Confederate flying people and the so-called Democrats of that particular area, which is interesting. Somehow black people vote for Democrats, but Democrats back in the day historically were actually the more of the slaveholders and the so-called Republican is the one who came and got you up out of this madness from one level of the war. But anyway, um, which is interesting because that whole Nas and Jay-Z thing came back and told you black Republican. It was a, it was a spiritual concept that was getting you ready for a whole nother era different plane of consciousness. But anyway, um, you had the, the Southern Democrat guy, you know what I'm saying, who was on his, on his, uh, you know, he was on his slave thing real heavy, man. And um, um, then you have the, the North, you know, Abraham Lincoln at the, uh, at the election of Abe Lincoln, 
we told people, you know, South Carolina was the first one, the, the very first one to say, oh, okay, he coming in? Yo, we out of here because he about to kill this whole slave industry thing. So they seceded from the Union, and um, they went and attacked this place called Fort Sumter, S-U-M-T-E-R, Sumter. Y'all was just talking about summer. Fort Sumter just, you know, got attacked, and um, um, they they really started going in on this boat called the Star of the West, real talk. It was a, a civilian boat that was hired by the North that was, you know, uh, came down into South Carolina, but it was carrying weapons. Now, you got to really look at the mindset and frequency of what you call God. See, if you believe in God, we got to go straight to the psychology of God and look how this thing is working. Got a group of white folks that say, listen, I don't agree with how these white folks down south is killing things and doing things. I don't like it. And I don't even care if you want to say that, well, they didn't set you free because they wanted to get you free. They wanted to have you in the workforce to work. Man, that was a way better situation. And you got to look at spirit. Spirit always needs a situation. It needs a conflict to carry out its agenda. So if the agenda was industrialization in the north, I don't care. Industrialization in the north became a prime point to say, you know what, we're about to go down here and we're about to kill these other white boys because we need some industrialization. And they got to stop what they're doing called slavery. We're about to go to war. Absolutely. So a war, a, a, a war happened. It's called the Civil War. Now, we got to really be real and 100. Come on, black folks. We, we got to keep it 100. Listen, man, the truth of the matter is, if it was not for these white folks called the North, the Union, which really represents the unification of a Syrian order, and we're going to get into this thing that's really coming from a whole other plane of consciousness called a star. It looks like a star, which is really a sun called Sirius. In Egypt, you know it as Sebdek. Now you got Sirius XM radio that's the most popular and most successful because they patterned themselves off your celestial home, the home that the Dogon say, yo, look, man, real talk, we come from here, and these beings seeded the earth. This is a true story. You can read up on any Dogon, um, um, not mythology, but, you know, uh, any in, in a cosmology story, you would have that record there, okay? So... When we get into this whole thing, we're really coming from the perspective that, okay, you got to understand that it, it was it was the Syrian order sent a frequency, a wave, you know it as an idea, to pop up in the white folks' mind and say, hey, man, when we create this flag, this flag is going to have 13 stars and stripes, right? And and, 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 and we're going to move, and this whole 13, it symbolizes, you know, when the sun is about uh, 13 degrees cancer, which is happening on July, around, around now, July 2nd, 3rd, 4th, up in this area, the sun appears directly in front of the star Sirius. So this is why I keep saying, like, on July 1st was Canada Day. Canada Day is basically when the, if you look at it, if you if you look at the, on, on, if you just draw a straight line, on the left is Sirius, then it's the sun in the middle, and then the earth is on the right-hand side. So if you can see that diagram in your head, that's July first, second, third up in this area, and has everything to do with independence. So in all actuality, the whole independence thing, even what a group of white folks got away from, King George and Britain, was like, listen, we're going to declare our independence when the sun is in alignment with Sirius. So it's the earth on the right, the sun in the middle, and then Sirius on the left-hand side. It's a direct power alignment which actually taking place from Sirius. But we know that the Syrian culture comes all the way back from your home. So then you would twist it and get chopped and chopped and screwed in your emotions. Oh, happy 4th of July. 
What are you talking about, July? You know what I'm saying? Like, because you, you, you caught in your emotions and you and you robbing yourself from the power source of light that is coming into this reality, all right? So even when they flipped it and said, listen, we're going to do the 50 states, and that's because we know that it takes serious and sitting in this companion star called Sirius B, about 50 years for it to go through its figure eight dance in the sky. This is in the Holy Quran. You can see that. It's like a little figure eight, like a DNA helix that they do with each other approximately every 50 years. Thus, 50 mm. Cent will come and show you the importance of the number 50. I got to get with this thing, man. It is a spiritual forces on different levels. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, uh, in our culture now, you see what I'm saying? Um uh, we got the Seven Eleven stores. You know what I'm saying? Go to Seven Eleven, get me a blunt, man. Seven Eleven, get me a drink. Yo, Seven Eleven is popping. Get your big open you know the Slurpee, right? Th- that's right. And then in the dice game, Minister Jew would tear you up on a dice game real quick. On a dice game, is it gonna be Seven Eleven? And then you have Beyonce come, who you say was once a day when you look at her name. Yeah, she was once a day, and now she's down with the Illuminati type thing. Listen, man, the only Illuminati is God in this reality. That's the only Illuminati there is, all right? So Beyonce will come. We can go with Once a Bay, and she come with the song 7-Eleven because she's, she's training your consciousness to get back to a certain particular point in your mind, which is very important, which has everything to do with 7-Eleven coming up. So now we can have these little quick historical references of 7-Eleven on history. You can have it in your culture by going to the corner store, getting your thing, what you need, you can play it in the dice game when you go to Vegas or whether you're shooting craps in, 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 on the west side of Chicago, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I mean, you can get it through your song, and you can understand the power alignment was taking place celestially in the sky, and then you can also start to um, entangle yourself with this light with your intent. So some things we're going to get into, of course, is, man, we, we don't just talk this spiritual stuff, man. We, uh, we, we show you actual proof of some phenomenal things when we get in this particular zone. And if we go to, we the type of guys like, like we go to Serpent Mound four days later after doing a ceremony four days later, you're going to see an Egyptian cobra came up missing out the Bronx Zoo. I'm, I'm giving y'all facts. I want y'all to, people who mm. can't make it, just, just fact check me what I'm saying real fast and Google that. The equinox of 2011, we know it's March 20th, 21st, 22nd. On March 24th, the story ran on CNN that a Egyptian, not Indian, an Egyptian cobra came up missing out the Bronx Zoo, and majority of the people on that trip was from New York, and we was at Serpent Mound right there on the Equinox. Google the story right uh, on 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 uh, right there in Ohio, which is which mm-hmm. is, and that's what I'm saying. Ohio, if if Columbus is the is the is the initiation point for the old war order. All right, then Columbus, Ohio has to do a tremendous job spiritually on their collective intent and go ahead and send that out, what we call to the ether, to God, whatever you want to call it, source field, energy, whatever you want to call it, you're going to have to stand up to change the paradigm because this was the same force that they used to conquer. So it's only you and Columbus and those of you who are going to fix your attention on Columbus is going to actually make this shift occur. You will kill Columbus. Now you think, well, Columbus is already dead. Let me tell you something. That don't mean, Jack, nothing, because we got pictures, Jack, in our book, 
And I'm away. It's, it's coming out on 7-Eleven, but our book called Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century, we got pictures ourselves with what you call ghosts in the streets of New Orleans, okay? So, so, so if your ancestors live, what makes you think that the old war order and old Maolithic beings ancestors don't live? Man, you better start right. Googling your images called, called the ghost of Gettysburg and start looking at these ghosts that's up in the dang on battlefields that's still lurking around. What makes you think that they don't have no particular influence that can interact in this physical reality when they're still here? Then they are. Most wow. of them are here. So when we go to Stone Mountain, home of the KKK, because that, that's the truth, it's the home of the KKK, you can look at, on, go to YouTube and go KKK Stone Mountain, you're going to see old videos back in black and white camera time when they was pulling up at Stone Mountain because they was going to go up that mountain and they did a ceremony when they burned a cross on the mountain and they officially, officially recognized themselves as an organization on the mountaintop. Now, all you spiritual cats, you know good and well, mountains have always been synonymous with spirituality. We know this. Mm-hmm. So the racist machine in the United States of the old war order, they really came together by doing a, a spiritual ceremony in their own right up on that mountain. So this 7-Eleven, you know, we'd be there. And, you know, we definitely invite y'all to come on out because we'd be in Atlanta with the book release and whatnot, which is on the website, myastrologycoach.com. Just go to events and you will see it. But my point is, when we went to Stone Mountain in 2013, we was met with a lot of fog on that mountain. Man, real simple, me and, me and the prime minister looked at each other and put the group in a, in, 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 in a straight line. And then me and him just got together and we did a, a special right to remove clouds. And we did it in the four directions of the group, and we got the before and after pictures. And brother, it's like you've seen it, like I've like seen them. the yeah, cloud you know, was them. gone, poof, be gone. Yeah, it was gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. That, that's, you know what I mean. You come from a, you come from a historically, you want a land of native people who was your people anyway. I always say, right. especially with black folks, your grandmama was Cherokee. Like everybody, grandma was Cherokee and Blackfoot somehow. You come from a right. land, you on a landmass now where, um, you know, you know about the rain dance. But see, it come right back in your culture that say, I make it rain. I make you grab an mm-hmm. umbrella. So this whole rain mm-hmm. and this whole thing is talking about your power that you have inside of you. So we'll be getting into that, showing and proving with the actual pictures on the 7-Eleven. And most importantly, what you're going to do with the number 7-Eleven since it's actually been uh, it's been ingrained in space-time, meaning space, meaning um, right now in space, the 7-Elevens that occupy physical space, but 7-Eleven is a historical event. All physical events are actually recorded in what we call the dark space because the Earth, as we speak right now, is floating in space around the sun. So mm-hmm. you leave, just like you, you, you can get in your car and you can skirt out and leave tire marks. Man, the earth be skirting out in space, leaving marks in, in, in space. And you do that, leave your thoughts in these tracks in space called the orbital track around the dang old sun. So if you know certain key points dealing with the celestial points, only thing you got to do is say, oh, okay, we get on this particular space, think about this, and X, Y, Z is going to happen. We do it all the mm-hmm. time. And I let Minister Jew come on. And, and I'm telling you, yeah. to fact check me. When the when the when the Leo new moon came in in 2011, we did something called a meditation on a serpent moon. Now I said, only thing you got to do is just simply 
uh, imagine a snake coming from your pineal gland going to the moon. Now, I know that sounds crazy and stupid, son, but I'll tell you what happens. Let your magnetism be strong enough to do that, and I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen. Now, because remember, you come from a culture that had crowns with snakes on their uh, on their, pine- on their, on their pineal gland, right? Mm-hmm. So when you do that and you envision that at that particular time, it was a Leo new moon, less than a month later, and y'all can check this story, this was in 2011. So you can Google the Leo new moon in 2011 and see where that was. And I'm going to tell you the story that I'm about to tell you happened after that. There was a white couple driving down the highway in Memphis, which is Memphis, Egypt. But it was driving down the highway in Memphis, Tennessee. Because remember, in Memphis, Tennessee, you got a big blue building made out of glass called the Pyramid Complex. The Pyramid. Right there on right. the Mississippi River. And it used, used to, to have a, a statue of, That's right. And it used to have a statue of Ramses in front of it. But they moved Ramses now. So... That's the first place, actually, me and the prime minister physically linked up. It's right there in front of uh, in the pyramid. So um, wow. um, a couple was driving down the highway back to Memphis, right? And they was coming from Cordova, Tennessee, like Cordova, Spain, right? It was coming back from Cordova, Tennessee, and it was going to Memphis, and a snake came out from under the windshield, under the hood, and came on the windshield of the car. Now, only thing you got to do is Google this. Snake windshield Tennessee family. It is going to pop up. When you look into the story, her name is Rachel Fisher, okay, which Rachel is rock el, rock or ruach means spirit, el means God, okay? This was the spirit of God. Her name was Rachel Fisher, age 26. 26 is the numerical value in Hebrew for the supreme God, the Lord, the inaffable name, the tetragrammaton, the yod he he okay? So this was the spirit of God, Rachel, Rachel, spirit of God at 26 coming through to let you clearly know that the light force intelligence named God is alive and functioning and is begging for your participation, begging for now, your I, participation. I got I to gotta, I gotta, right? pause you, brother. I got to pause you because mm-hmm. you, you got me looking up this information and everything is out there. I want the people to look this mm-hmm. information up. I'm going to bring the prime minister in in one second. I just want to go over the mm-hmm. first thing you told us to look up was back um, mm-hmm. on the Egyptian March. cobra. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. this was March. They didn't find him until April the 1st, so he was missing for basically almost uh, 11 days. They found That's the right. snake. It was uh, out of the Bronx Zoo, uh, and this is on CNN.com. I found this up real easy. Zoo, zoo officials That's right. around-the-clock searches uh, for this 3-ounce, 20-inch long uh, reptile, and they found him on April the 1st. And then, I, right. I, like he said, just Google Tennessee family catches snake on the windshield. You see it as clear as day. It's on YouTube. I, I got this from um, abc.com. So definitely go and look this stuff up so y'all can know my brother's not just, just, just talking. He's he's giving y'all information and facts. But uh, let's bring That's it to right. the minister. Uh, minister Jew, anywhere you want to jump in, brother, go ahead. The floor is yours, my brother. Oh, man. Well, Ampu said a lot. I think right. that... Uh, <laughs> I, I think I think that it pretty much summed up the title, though, um, as far as what the aim is, as far as the 7-Eleven, the day that, the, that Columbus died. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I just want to add some clarity to what he said, right, because it's a lot of powerful things that he just mentioned for people to grasp onto. And um, 
I just want to add some a little detail to it so that people can kind of put it in context what he's saying. Uh, when he mentions these actors or rappers or whoever as a symbol, right, um, how I like to describe it is this way. We're not in Egypt or Kemet anymore, right? But the hieroglyphs that were in stone have now been animated and they're what we call our stars of today. The Beyonce's, the 50 cents, which act as 3D model hieroglyphics in real time and space in order for you to be able to see the story being conveyed. So instead of looking at these situations that happen in the news with such a uh, a shallow, shall we say, perspective, right, when you look under the surface, especially at the things that appear to be coincidental, these are the things that are trying to connect you to the universal source of consciousness in order to propel yourself in another direction via a a, a different form of observation so that you can elevate and create events in this reality. Essentially what Noble Ampu just described to you was how your human consciousness can create physical phenomenon called an event or a circumstance in this world. Okay? Now, when we look at the whole 7-Eleven phenomenon, right? You'll see how, this, this is how the spirit world play on this thing. We decide that we're going to do 7-Eleven months ago. We planned this months ago that we were going to be in Atlanta for the book release, right? And a, a, a month and a half ago or so back, everybody's familiar what happened in Baltimore, the Freddie Gray case. And, you know, the, um, the, the tension that that particular case caused in that particular city and in the dialogues that people had all across the United States and the world about that particular circumstance. But when you look, right, and I got these links to verify this so, because everything that we say can be verified. It's not no hocus pocus. You can go read this stuff. The first night, that what the news reported as riots and looting, but keep in mind, that's what the news reported. The first night, it was, a, it was a baseball game going on at the stadium. And they were playing, uh, I think they were playing, the, the home team, I think they were playing the White Sox that night. At, uh, at the, uh, that's right. That's at, right. That's at right. Stadium. The Sox. That's right. Now, the first two stores that, CNN reported that the looting took place in was a Michael Kors and a 7-Eleven. Those were the first two stores reported by CNN where the looting took place. Now, anybody that's familiar with any of my work, I show this phenomenon, right, this Michael phenomenon, right, 
This yes. is a particular yes. band of light. See, light is intelligent, people, right? When you start to understand quantum and the dynamics of these particles called electrons and photons and protons and quarks and all of these different phenomena that go on on a subatomic level that literally, and I'm not exaggerating this, that literally are the building blocks for every single thing that you can process in this physical reality. Without it, it doesn't exist in the visible spectrum of light. So when we understand that, right, and like Ampu described, you'll start to see these particular names that keep reoccurring in these stories. You keep seeing Michaels. You keep seeing Daniels. You keep seeing, you keep seeing these same names being repeated in these subject lines in very important controversial stories in the news. Now, because light is intelligent, they actually call photons in science, they're called messenger particles. This is the actual name that they give for photons, literally messenger particles. Now, the last time I checked, a message constitute some type of communication. Is that correct? Can you hear yes, that? absolutely. A, a message has some type of communication from A to B. Are you sending a communication or a message from you to your mother in a postcard, or you're sending a communication to whoever needs the communication. That's a message. So it's intelligence inside of a message. Somebody is communicating. They're writing something or the Jehudi, or the Tahuti principle that you get in the Egyptian pantheon of understanding, or when you get into the astrological background, it's the Mercury principle. You're relating and conveying data. So now, if light is intelligent and it is labeled as a messenger particle, right, then that means it will find a way to communicate a message to humanity over and over again by the most plausible way that humanity will be able to process it. How are they going to process it, Minister Jew? They're going to process it through language, through linguistics. Because we're, we're no longer in a society, especially on this landmass, where we're dealing with a right brain orientation of how to retrieve and understand data. Listen, and I tell people like this, listen, we're on a shot clock over here, okay? And I consider myself to be Michael Jordan, and I want the ball with one on the clock. Because I feel like I'm going to make the shot. For us to try to convey information, right, because the Egyptians were great, but how did, they, how did they convey the message? They put it in murals and pictures in a specific right brain function where you had to go look on a wall and be able to depict what was going on through imagery. That's right. Through imagery. Now, the people on this landmass called America in 2015 are so far removed 
from a, a, a right brain orientation of learning that light being intelligent says, okay, how am I going to communicate this to these left brain people on the landmass called North America? I have to give it to them in a way where they're going to be able to process it just like they process all the rest of the data that they get through what you call reading a newspaper or reading a book or looking at the headline on your TV through some form of linguistics or language. Now, when you start studying the human brain, you will see that the sense of self that you call I, the I part, that you identify as you being in this body, is located in the left hemisphere of the brain in your temporal lobe, which is very close to the language centers in the brain. So now if light is intelligent, which we know it is, because different bands of light have effects on not only your psychology, but the physiology of your body. We just did a radio show on how light and different colors and bands in this spectrum have an effect on the intelligence in your being. So we know that light is intelligent. So if we know this, how else is light going to communicate to you the higher faculties of what your consciousness needs to be doing in this current time? It's going to happen in a major news story called Michael Brown. It's going to happen in a major news story in South Carolina where a cop shoots a guy running away from him in the back, and the cop's name is Michael Haggerty. You're going to keep seeing this particular frequency show up, the first store that's looted is a Michael Core. You're going to keep seeing this frequency of light show up because that specific frequency comes with specific uh, attributes, which is a mm-hmm. warrior attribute, which is I'm going to kick your you-know-what attribute if justice is not served correctly. So now here you have this band trying to communicate, and it just keeps going over everybody, and nobody's paying attention to these synchronicities over and over and over and over again. You had the guy, Santana, who was the barber, who actually caught the tape of the guy getting shot in the back. But when you go do the history on on what a barber is, some of the high priests in the earlier times in our tradition were actually the barbers who dealt with the hair and the cutting of the hair and the growing of the hair. They were actually barbers with a priesthood. So when you start to study these archetypes, you'll see what the spirit is communicating. So we got 7-Eleven, Christopher Columbus, and what we are expressing to the people and have been for the last two or three years repeatedly and in a repetitious manner is this, is that once you realize that imagery and an elevated emotion can literally manipulate matter. And I mean that all the way down to human beings. And people that want the science on this, I give it to them. You have magnetite inside of your skull, in the tissues of your brain, okay? One of the very first crystals that were actually developed while this earth was coming into a stable form. We know that magnetite or, or magnets attract, right? It is also found in the earth's magnetic field. 
So now you have these instances that keep happening, and you have this connection. And this goes for everybody on the planet, because everybody on the planet is subject to the magnetic field. So when you know this, and you know that consciousness is supreme, you become the stage writer and the director of the movie called Life, because you're tapped into the higher constitutions of your consciousness. And anybody who has not reached that level to know that the God is inside of them becomes subject to your will. So this is why you can see us do a meditation on ravens, and in the next day, 280 ravens escape out of some uh, spot somewhere over in the U.K., or we can do a meditation on 144,000, and the next day a volcano go off 144 times. Right. And this is old work. Some of this, I'm talking about, is old work. And some of the stuff I can't even say on the radio because of the implications that it would have. Okay? But when we talk about 7-Eleven, we're telling the people that in order to fight the injustices that you see happening every day, that you continually watch every day, and because you don't know how you're constituted and how your brain functions, you keep feeding yourself this data. It keeps lodging itself in your hippocampus, and then your hippocampus keeps on pulling on these emotions from out of your amygdala, and then you keep creating that chemical over and over again, and then you wonder why similar things keep happening over and over and over again in a news cycle that are almost identical to the shit that just happened last week. Because you're <laughs> perpetuating it. You're perpetuating it. Because you don't know that you're the God. And this is why the news is so powerful. Because they got people that understand this science. And they run it to you every single day. All day. And you not knowing all you have to do is create a scene in your own mind's eye that will imply something completely different. And watch what happens. Because, see, when you understand the properties of light, when you understand the properties of light, you understand that when electrons all get stimulated at the same time in the same location in space, they create what science calls a laser. Now, a laser is a very powerful weapon. And if you understand the hundred monkey effect, when everybody becomes involved in a particular act, you see it every day. It's called rap music, and then all of a sudden everybody got dreads because Wayne got the dreads, and everybody wearing their pants off their tail because all the rappers. You see it. The imagery, what, all it takes is one or two people to create a phenomenon, and then millions of people are following it because of the imagery that they see. So That's right. This is what you call, so this is what you call stimulating electrons all at the same time to get them to perform in a similar way to create a laser is what they call it in science. So imagine what happens when we get enough people who are aware that the God principle is in them and that they are literally light beings, literally light beings. What mm -hmm. happens when we get together at the same time with the same intent and the same focus with the same imagery? What happens is the question. Mm. Wow. Let's let's uh, let me go to Sister Rhythm and let her get a question. And she's been real patient. And then anybody that got a question, 
619-393-2813. Press 1 and we'll get you on with the brothers. Sister Rhythm, go ahead, beloved, with your questions to the brothers. Okay. Um, I originally wanted to ask about, um, like, 7-Eleven, but y'all, the stores and, you know, what relationship um, – or what connection was there? And but you you guys actually answered the question. So my next question is, um, I well okay. Uh, earlier in the conversation, it was said that like when this full moon came out, that Sirius is um, right by the sun. Is that is what is that what you were saying? And then you feel right. it's just. And so is that that's happening right now? Like that happens every year? Every year. When we do any kind of measurement, Sister Rhythm, Sister Rhythm, when it's on uh, 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 July 4th, January 1st, if it's a fixed point on a calendar, that is, that is a solar Earth phenomenon. So this simply means the Earth and the sun are in the exact same position every year at this time. The measurement that we're actually doing. We just call it a birthday, an anniversary, and a holiday, but we're actually making the measurement. We're saying the Earth was in this exact same position with the sun. Now, around this time in question, we'll be saying around July 1st, 2nd, 3rd, it is the sun is, it will appear to be in front of Sirius, but Sirius is many, many, many light years behind it, in a sense. So, from our viewpoint, Things can look like they're right next to each other. Like right now at nighttime, if you look in the western sky when the sun set, you can see Jupiter and Venus right next to each other. From our viewpoint, they look like they're next to each other. But these things are hundreds of millions of miles, and one's in front, and one is hundreds of millions of miles in back of it. But from our vantage point, it makes them look like they're right next to each other. So I hope, I hope that answers it. It does, and I did want you to, like, go into a little bit more about the feeling that we get during this time. I mean, I I realize now that that's why they even picked July the 4th, um, 1776, right. uh, to right. do this, you know. But mm-hmm. um, it's, kind of, it's crazy because really just, like, um, the last couple of days I've really had these uh, thoughts of <laughs> – Independence, like breaking away from, you know, the system mm-hmm. of things. So uh, mm-hmm. I just wanted you to go into that a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, Drew, go ahead. Uh, what I wanted to say is, too, it's very important to to measure your perception on these days. See, human consciousness is a very, very delicate thing. Uh, you know, see, we see these days, right? And then our initial response, because we may not know this solar data, right? And I'm speaking to the people who don't know it right now, right? But you just heard the phenomenon that's actually going on in the heavens every year at the same time. It's a, it's a solar phenomenon that is happening from sun to sun, albeit they're millions of light years apart. So it is an energetic phenomenon that is taking place at this time which is the reason why the early founders of their particular uh, blueprint of how they wanted to establish things were aware 
of that phenomenon. And I'm not even going to give them all that credit, but, but I'm not, I don't want to be naive either because I know they were using these sciences. However, however, the current day consciousness, when we start to think about these days because we don't know these heavenly phenomena that are having uh, influences on our particular planet, we say stuff like this. Oh, we shouldn't be celebrating no 4th of July because that's the white man's day. And, Happy you know, he July. did, yeah, he, you know, we started talking like that. And I get it because we don't understand what's going on. But, see, this is why the educational process has to be taken past that particular barrier of consciousness to give the power back to the people instead of depleting them with a step B ladder instead of taking them all the way to the top so that they can understand, no, 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 no. We should be creating celebrations on this day, yet we should do it in our own particular custom if we want to do it that way and put our, right. own particular, our own particular spin on it if we want to do it That's that right. way. And this is why the perception of the thing is dangerous because they'll have you shunning something that's actual a celestial phenomenon, which is the craft and the science, that we always have used since time memorial. So we have to be mm-hmm. careful about how we're teaching it. And when we hear these type of dialogues, we have to spread this to the people who don't know to re-empower people to know, no, this is your time. This is your time. So then we get upset and we start saying, after 4th of July, not knowing that you're dissing the very cosmic influences that create abundance in the world that create joy mm-hmm. and laughter in the world. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. It's similar to this, uh, the gay pride thing that they got going on, right? They got a flag. Let me tell you what these people did. I'm just going to keep it 100 with the people tonight. Let me tell you what they did. <laughs> no, 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 I'm going to say it because it got to be said. <laughs> Let me tell you what they did. Let me tell you what they did. Let me tell you what they did. They created a sign, right, that corresponds with the very spectrum that everybody on this planet actually lives in. It's called spectrum, the visible spectrum of light, which looks like a rainbow. This is where I don't care where you're at, I don't care what life form you are, down to a rock. You exist in the visible spectrum of light that corresponds to a rainbow. Now, these people took this particular sign and made it their logo, right? Mm -hmm. And then you see that sign, you see that same sign, and you hate it. You look at it and you Mm -hmm. say, oh, my God, I can't stand it. They represent this, they represent that, and you see this visible spectrum that is responsible for you even to be able to sit or stand and view whatever you view day to day, hear whatever you hear day to day, eat whatever you eat day to day, and guess what happens? They became victorious, right? And they became winners in their own circle of what they thought was right for them. And meanwhile, we are dissing this very emblem that's responsible for your existence in this world. Not to say that you have to agree with their particular stance on how they getting down in their personal business, but we have to be symbol literate 
and understand what we're doing when we're doing because subconsciously you're sending cross crisscross messages to the deeper part of your being that understands the code of light and the, and, and the spectrum of light that you live in. So we have to yeah. step our game up. And if we're going to say we're against that, then damn it, you need to make a flag that represents a higher spectrum of light and induce that into your psychology. Uh huh. Uh huh. So you wanted to take it there, brother Jew. <laughs> see, see. No, I just had to that. say it. No, no, no. That because that, 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 that that's very real. See, see, see. I'm gonna tell you how cold that that community is on a few different planes. Man, listen. They so cold. You ain't even show you yet. And I couldn't timestamp it, but I got it off of Russell Simmons' Twitter. The day that the Supreme Court passed the all 50 states must uphold gay or same-sex marriage, do you know it was a double rainbow over the White House? <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? It was a double rainbow. Now, 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 now we got to look at this because if you telling me that that was a coincidence, look, I don't even want to hear that. Listen, because I'm in the science of... Let's create coincidences because that would be pretty fun. Can we think about something and then go find what we thought about and how it was what we were thinking about became relative and somewhere across the world or in back into your life? Can you do that? Can you find coincidences? Can you think about that black S550 that you want and then all of a sudden you're going down the street and you see a black S550? Can you create coincidences? That's the science. That's the fun part. That's where we need to be. So, these guys and gals created, took that emblem of light, like the prime minister said, took that emblem of light, took it to the highest land, took it to the highest court of the land, and when they became victorious, rainbows came over the dang on location of where they was fighting at. So now you're telling me that they have, they can control light, and you can. See, what, we, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is real simple. You think warfare is all about justice and, 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 and some type of physical fight, but let me tell you something and why you don't physically fight, because we ain't really about that work. We ain't about that work, Sister Insight, Brother, brother I mean, Brother Insight we, and Sister Brother. We ain't about that kind of work because ain't nobody getting up and manning up and going to shoot nobody around here. Let's just keep it real. That ain't happening. No, no, we're not. Afraid you're to right. get shot, right? You're, you're afraid right. to get shot. I know why, and I'll be the first one to testify. If you're not going to Asada Shakur me, then I don't want to fight this dude. I ain't going to lie to you. But if I know you got my back, I'll rumble this dude with no problem. But now I understand something much deeper. You ain't even got to rumble on that type of existence. Because I'm going to tell you something. So you got to remember this. You got to really, really remember the spirit of what's moving here on this landmass. The old guy called the South, the slaveholder, he was ousted in 1865, they didn't want no more. They couldn't even fight no more. They didn't want no more. Now, this is what you got to do. This is how clever you got to be. The spirit force was so dope. And since, since the prime minister going there, I'm going to throw an alley-oop to Kanye West there. Listen, the spirit world was so dope that they said, i tell you what. All right, I'm going to communicate with some white folks called the North, and I want them to go down and go to war with the South and kill them if they don't want to let them go. Let these slaves go, okay? And then I'm going to set up some people called the abolitionists that's going to be on the Underground Railroad, and they're going to put candles in their window to say, hey, you can come here. Now, they went against their own culture, their own creed, 
and it could have been whites on whites because that's what happened. It was white people fighting white people. This is chess. You thinking chess is black and white. You got to get to the point where you can actually go get some of the white pieces and make white fight white where black ain't fighting. That's how you got to get because that's how the spirit world moves, right? Now, now, since they did that and you really look at that, I think that to a degree I got to keep it real. See, 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 again, you got two different forces. Let's just call it good and evil, right? The South was ousted, right? So now you're free. Now you can do what you're saying, and now you're taking over. You're running things now. More richer than you ever been, got way more money than you ever been, way more influence than you ever had, way more children than you ever had. you balling on all levels on physicality than you ever had before. So I'm not buying no King Alfred plan. I'm not buying that they want to lock you up and enslave you. Why are they waiting? That makes absolutely no sense. That is it's retarded, all right? But those people who were strategically put, called white folks and abolitionists, man, those kind of spirit forces, because they got sons and daughters too. Those sons and daughters, and I'm going to say it, they don't want to marry into they don't want to marry into the same bloodline like that. They don't. So since some of them freed you and you wouldn't be free in this aspect of history, don't you think it might be an obligation or at least let it go when you see Kanye smash and kill? Let it go because it's a different force that's here. See, this is the thing. You don't have the kahunas to round them all up and get rid of them like you Hitler. You're not doing that. So if you're not doing that, then you got to understand the spirit force is going to come and make an adjustment. The adjustment that they make is, I'll tell you what, we'll make people who got the same sex ideology, we'll put them up against the infrastructure, and when they go up against the infrastructure, it will start to break them down. So then those, because think about this. Do you know a sister who went up and took down the flag in South Carolina, that flag came down when the gay flag, or what you want to call same-sex flag, went up. So when they got their victory, the South Carolina flag came down. You don't find that to be strange? That's not no coincidence. Not in layman's term. That's telling you the power of the collective. You got to see, you got to see, you got to see that rainbow flag as, the infantry known in the Marines as the grunts on your chessboard known as the pawns went in and broke down the infrastructure so you can come in and start implementing your agenda. Now, now, not only that, right, since we only keep it real mode, right? See, the reason that we're not going to load up with the shotguns, right, and the, and the right to bear arms, right? I'm going to tell you why we ain't going to do it. Because this is where your logic brain is absolutely necessary to have. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, no. You, you know, you know that you don't make the guns. You know that you don't make the bullets. You know that you do not have army tanks and tear gas and bulletproof right. vests that can roll off the damn assembly line at will. You know you don't have that. So now let me tell you what you are saying when you start talking like that, because I'm even going to find a good in it when you start talking like that. 
You think that when you load up them guns to go fight, even against all them odds, somehow you're going to come out and win. And that's thinking with spirit. Right? So you're not going to go in there on that level, right, because you know you're outnumbered on that front. And, and any of that talk like that, right, because there might be some true warriors out there. I'm not going to say everybody because some people are, some people got that aggressive nature in them. And ain't nothing wrong with that because you need that too. Right, that that some people are literally willing to die for um, that particular uh, example of freedom to exist, but yet, yet you would just go down as a martyr, right? In in that particular sense, and it would just be the same verbiage and dialogue over and over again. Now, what they cannot deal with is when you understand that you are the god of this reality. And when you understand that thought is supreme and just not carnal thought, when you start to understand that it could actually move matter, this whole ball game changes. And I give people some examples because this is not rhetoric. I got over at least ten examples of this where it happens in regular modern-day times in major news stories, but people just don't know that it's the quantum mind at work. And I give you examples the most latest one that I came by. We had an NBA Finals that just took place a couple weeks back. Golden State Warriors win the NBA Finals, right? And something amazing happened in the Finals that never happened ever in the history of the sport. You had a guy who didn't start in 82 games in the regular season. He didn't start one game. But when the finals came, he started the last three games and his team won three games in a row. This gentleman's name is Andre Iguodala for the Golden State Warriors. He ends up winning the MVP of the finals. Nobody saw it coming. You would have placed a bet like that in Vegas beforehand, you would be a rich person right now. But you go follow the story after he wins it, and guess what Minister Jew finds? I find the quantum link. His son, back in April at his school, made him a trophy that looks just like the finals MVP trophy all the way back in April and said he was saving it for his dad for Father's Day all the way on June 21st. Now, when you start to understand the quantum laws, like I said before, imagery and emotion alter circumstances and events in this physical world. So Andre Iguodala's son did what quantum physics and Minister Jew calls collapsing all of the potentials or collapsing the wave particle into or the wave principle into a particle which is a solid thing. When you understand quantum physics, you have waves, infinite probabilities and possibilities. Particles are definite solid things like the couch you're sitting on and the handle on the door. Something that you can tangibly touch is a particle, something solid. But when you make an observation of the wave in the quantum, it collapses into a particle, right? 
So all of these possibilities that could have happened when a person makes an observation with imagery and emotion can create a circumstance in the physical world. This is a science, and it's not a pseudo one. This is an actual science. So now, but, but it's a science that even baffles the scientists because it completely goes against the laws of physics. It is the opposite of physics, yet it is a law. And they have tested it over and over and over and over and over under hundreds and hundreds of circumstances, and it happens every single time. So now, when we understand that we are light, like I tried to explain to the people at the beginning of my uh, piece, we start to apply the laws in our own consciousness because we are the same thing that is the wave and the particle. We are that. We're not separate from that. So when his son makes an observation and creates a trophy that looks just like the MVP trophy three months in advance, his son created the potential for that to happen. So then you have what appears to be unprecedented, unprecedented things happen that look out of the ordinary, but it's really a law. And then all the teams that Golden State played from the first round to the finals, every team they played, the point guard was hurt. All of these little crazy circumstances start to happen to accommodate the image in your mind to make it a reality. Then all of a sudden, Commissioner Silver comes out with the MVB trophy three months after his son had already collapsed the wave and says the 2015 finals MVP is Andre Iguodala. See, this is this is science. See, all that other tough stuff, it's cool, but what we're talking about is how do you win a war with the least amount of casualties? That's a real With general. none. That's right. With That's none. That's general. And what we're speaking of is the highest science in the land. And we've just been waiting patiently for the people who are involved in these communities to pay attention. Because what they do is all. Let me go to the phone line because we got a couple hands that's been raised up. I want to get these questions. Uh, we got about 50 minutes left in the show. 619 393 2813. 619 393 2813. If you got a question for the brothers, press 1 and we'll get you in queue. We're going to go to Columbus. This is the first call of 614 772 614 772. State your name. You're on the Insight Hour. What's up, brother Insight? This is Darren. What's going on, Ampoo? Long time over here from family. What's going on, Sister Rhythm? Brother Jew, Minister Jew, how you feel, man? Good. How you doing? What's good? Oh, man, I'm over here enjoying all of the knowledge y'all put out there. I'm I'm new to Minister Drew, brother, and, and I see you in good company. You got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm listening to y'all. Man, y'all doing your thing. I'm familiar with you, and I know you're the man in this in this arena. But my whole uh, question was, I think that we'll – First, a quick statement. I think we ought to have kind of the same spirit that we went into the fruit fast, going to establishing some sort of, you know, I guess, prayer or meditation group to kind of deal with a lot of the issues we've been seeing, especially on the brutality, this police brutality front, and this whole agenda being pushed to, you know, fear monger the whole, you know, people or whatnot. We need to get something going to start, you know, setting up a kind of a, 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 a cohesive thing on these specific dates that these heavenly phenomena are going on to kind of get something going in our favor. 
Because you're right, man. The more you see videos being posted on Facebook of new brutality cases, it kind of gives you a different, almost a hopeless feeling sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when you look at that and see that, and, and and that's the imagery, and then that's the feeling behind it. So I think this science, I guess some sort of curriculum, I'm asking when y'all, or, or have y'all thought about some sort of curriculum, putting together some sort of curriculum kind of teach people, you know, uh, how to deal with, how to tap into this, which you all are uh, talking about what y'all do this need to be something that's like really put out there and taught uh but i know it can't just be put out there but have you guys thought about any ideas on how to kind of get an x-man type thing going (laughs) (laughs) um i'll go first yeah i mean absolutely you know what i mean in fact our classes um as far as the traditional classes this learning um components whether it's the astral aspect hebrew um just learning different things that we teach in um, a class format online is available up um, this upcoming fall season when, when um, school starts. So we, we got a lot of things we're doing over the summer, but when school starts, we have a lot of stuff up on the website. But on the individual aspect, well, to answer your question, on the collective aspect of as far as things to do, that's the whole purpose of doing 7-Eleven. So when we get on this yeah. job right here, we didn't already sized it up. Um and, and if you notice, it always usually takes a um, it takes a uh, it, it's a ripple effect that has to accumulate to something. So usually yeah. this one person, you know, uh, 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 when, when Eric Gardner go down, it ain't it ain't no big deal. But all of a sudden, Mike Brown makes it a big deal. But when little baby girl Ayana get murdered by the police by so-called accident in Detroit, it ain't no big deal. But but when Freddie Gray goes, it's a big deal. You see, so it's it's kind of yeah. weird. It's like this ebb of high and low. So in mm-hmm. essence, what you want to do is you don't want to get bombarded and captured in every single event. You got to kind of yeah. wait for the stimulus of the group to say, listen, we about to take it there. Listen, October the 10th, Washington, D.C., justice or else. It's like, oh, yeah, that's what we're talking about, baby. Okay, <laughs> now you can get a little active and add something to the ingredient. In the meantime, you need to be working on the complete opposite side of this particular spectrum versus watching these little bit. And they ain't little, but far as the response goes, these little bitty hits that don't stimulate the crowd enough to create change. So if you get in, you know what I'm saying, if you get the little one, but it's still murder yeah. and police brutality, but it ain't sparking the change, and if for some reason it just ain't got a lot of fuel behind it, you don't want to become bombarded by that. What you want to do right. is just say, okay, when am I going to come in and hit this thing with a knockout punch, a one-hitter quitter, mm-hmm. guaranteed? <laughs> Ain't no, I'm going mm-hmm. for the home run because I'm a home run specialist. That's what you want to wait for. On the other side, we got to get up on this using the power of your thoughts, a.k.a. your imagination, which Minister Jew would talk about and, and some things he got going on, and his power cool. of prosperity, which is on the whole other side of the spectrum, which is things that we both got going on collectively. You see what I'm saying? But that's what you really want to be on on a, on a day-to-day basis is monitoring your thoughts, your emotions, your vibrations, and learning how to attract the things that you want and you desire in this world. I keep telling people over here in the West, you got to do what the Chinese do. The Chinese got it. They practice all day in various forms of martial arts. They kick your you-know-what, but they are beasts when it comes to meditation. You put these guys on brain scan machines, and when it comes to meditation and being still and things of that nature, cultivating spirit, you can't touch them. And if you come disturbing the peace, they're going to physically kick your butt. 
You have to become mm-hmm. what I call the urban guru, what Mr. Jew calls the urban mystic. You got to become like kind of like the Russell Simmons, the urban yogi of the game, because this is the environment that you in. And last but not least, see, my thing is, our thing, we've always been real enough to say, listen, you don't have to divorce yourself from your cultural experience, a.k.a. the ghetto, a.k.a. being black, just because you're coming into spiritual knowledge. I, I, I smoke anybody, and I, I, I'm telling you, we got pictures of divine light beings that are with us, that show up around us. If you've seen it, both of y'all, y'all seen it, y'all was there, and, and it always happens. We can go somewhere and take a picture, all of a sudden, it's just this mysterious light that's around somebody. Myself, Minister Jew, are off in the distance. Why does this mysterious light always, I mean, like, always follow us or where are we going? Why? So you do not have to divorce yourself from your culture experience and turn all snobby and snooty just because you're getting spiritual information. That's a bunch of bull crap. You got to be the urban guru in this day and time because it reflects your cultural experience in which you actually aspiring to be. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Hello, hey, brother Dan. I know you're gonna be in the building on Sunday, fam. Oh, all day, man. Hey, I just had one more question. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Do quick. do it matter? Oh, yeah. Do it. Do it matter? Uh, like, cause once you understand these heavenly phenomena and know when to get out there and start putting your intent forth, uh, do it matter where you at? Or can anybody just like step outside their home at a certain time? You know, at a specific time at a specific date when this, this you know, these phenomena are happening to kind of do the do the same thing you all doing, just kind of do your part on a daily basis. Okay, okay. No, go ahead, Drew. I don't want to hog it, but go ahead. Uh, well, well, no, man. The, the, the thing is this, man. Wherever you stand is holy. Wherever yeah. you stand, right? Uh, yeah. So it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily predicated on having to be in a specific place. Wherever you are at is the holy ground. So um, yeah. whenever you feel the need to go in on whatever it is you need to go in, then you do it. You know what I mean? Whenever that feeling comes up, you know, and you feel like, hey, right now I feel like a good time. I don't care where you at. Waiting on the bus, at the train, riding your bike on the lakefront. I don't care where you at. Then you go in and you do it. You know. So, um, so yeah, man. So no, nah, that, that's that's not really important, man. Wherever you at is where the kingdom of God resides, man. You and you just you just always know that and know that it's your time and it's on time every time. That's right. You know? That's right. That's right. For All sure, right, brother man. Dan, appreciate sure. you, bro, and we'll see you Sunday, man. Spread the word. Let the family know. Uh, let's go to another caller. Caller from the eight zero three four zero six eight zero three four zero six. You're on the insight for hours. State your name. Yo, Cody. What up? What up? What up? What's happening? Ain't nothing, 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 nothing. But brothers, I, I, the reason I'm calling because you guys are always on point. I mean, like I said, I'm coming to the ATL. I'm bringing that energy from South Carolina. Because you all are talking yeah. about my area, see what I'm saying? But um, with this whole flag and the Charleston shooting and all that, people don't realize, like you said, it's a spiritual thing going on. And with the Divine Nine, I call it Divine Nine, when the nine people were shot and the killing and all that, like I said, people don't understand the history behind that with Denmark Visa. 
which was one of the founders mm-hmm. of Mother Bethel AME Church. Mm-hmm. He was the one of the ones that actually did a slave revolt or uprising, and they caught him, hung him June 16, 1922, around the same time mm-hmm. this incident happened. So I'm, I'm agreeing with you with the quantum and, and all that. Like I said, with them, obviously, they made all that collapse with the number nine. That's 360, so the number nine is on number time itself, equal itself, so it went 360 full circle, so it, it came back around. So, in other words, I'm not saying, like you said, we don't want to get caught up on the slavery and all that, but it was like a vengeance type thing. Okay, you did this to me because people don't realize that they burnt that church, that same church, Mother Beth, AME Church, probably around June 17th when they hung them on Vista. So that church was burned down around that time. So people don't realize, like you say, like them on Vista, he collapsed all that and, and made it come full circle with the nine. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, That's right. And That's right. It's just deep. It's spiritual, and, and because of you guys, because I didn't get caught up in the emotion of it, where everybody was like, "Oh God, oh God, this, this, that." It's a spiritual thing. You have to step out the box and look back at it. And like I said, because of you guys, I was able to do that. And you also talked about the Fourth of July. Anybody who's in masonry and Eastern stars, see, people don't realize, like I said, it's a spiritual thing. Like what the goddess I said, the star that sits on top of her head, it turns red, white, and blue, which goes That's back right. to that flag. That's right. It, like I said, I, it, like I said, brother, I, I take my hats off to you guys. I'm bringing that energy to ATL because, like I said, we're going to rock that mountain on Sunday. I'm going to shake it right with you guys. I'm coming. I will be down there. Yeah, we de- definitely appreciate that, too. And, and you know, the historical record on the quantum, because the brother basically said Denmark VC came around and made that happen from a spiritual perspective. Woo-hoo-wee! Yeah, look at that. Because, you know what I'm saying? Because, because like, today, technically, the historical record says that the slave revolt was actually planned around that time historically around when, the time. Church, yeah. when, the, when the church shooting happened. But Denmark VC is showing the death of today, right now, July 2nd. Right when the great clearing yes. and alignment is happening, literally, right yes. there in historical records say Denmark VC died today. So is it a coincidence that we're talking about this and the great alignment that's happening, the things that's going yes. on? To, yes. To, man, shout out to you, bro, because now, see, that's the thing. Spirit needs a conflict. It needs a situation to manifest itself in, i.e. what the prime minister said. It needs linguistics. It needs, it needs language. It needs an event. You see what I'm saying? Right. So is it possible mm-hmm. that your ancestors right. or what you call God will agitate a situation to get you to stand up and do something? It is very hard. Exactly. Exactly. Because with, with me, like you say, I, you always say, find yourself in the story. I was raised in the ALME church. So you know that that has like a sentimental value for me because it was that connection. Also, I'm born on the ninth. And my birthday's coming up next week, so you talking about seven, eleven plus you add a number, that's the nine, that's me. I mean that story. See what I'm saying? Right. So and and the deal is on the Denmark VC piece is this, right? See, uh these events, right, you have to say, Well man, is that really a coincidence? that the same day that these people went in this church and shot these nine people dead, it's the same day they ran up in this church hundreds of years before and hung the man 
who was dealing with a slave revolt to get the people off the plantation. When the, when, the, when the concepts and the feelings of the people today is like, I'm rebelling, I'm tired of this system, I'm tired of the way that people are being treated who look like this shade or represent this gender or et cetera, et cetera. So when we look at this, we have to understand that when we do not make another observation, see, because this is what keeps happening, an event will happen, and we respond the exact same way with the exact same verbiage and the exact same attitudes and put up the exact same defenses, which perpetuate no change on the level of thought and emotion. So when these events happen, the quantum is communicating to you that, listen, you're going to have to view this from another angle or another vantage point in your perception in order to alter the current that is causing this phenomenon. And then you see the names and the people involved. It's a church, which is a symbol for spirituality. You will see that this is how the symbol is trying to communicate its way into your psychology. This thing is so deep, right? See, do you all know, listen, the pharaoh who was major on the phenomenon of light, he became enthused, he became obsessed with the phenomenon of light was Akhenaten, right? The people wanted to write him off because he was like, no, listen, we're going to deal with this light on this level right here. We're not going to be dealing with all these different aspects of the light. We're going to say that this light is the universal field called consciousness that is responsible for all of these separate deities. See, see, that's the thing about consciousness. An ant is conscious. A bee is conscious. A squirrel is conscious. Conscious. Consciousness has the ability to morph into any form, any form, and take on a sense of I am, I exist. So when you see all of these different deities, what they were explaining was how consciousness itself is able to morph in and out of these different characteristics and still have different attributes, albeit it's from the same universal source. So when I not come along and say, that's what I'm rocking with, is this one universal unified field of light that is responsible for animating all beings and things of existence, right? Other people wanted to write them off in its own faction, right? So when some people hear our message, they're like, what are these brothers talking about? But we get it. So this is how cold Akhenaten was. This is what he did. He used to write images and depictions on, in his region of him actually going to war with neighboring armies and defeating these armies. These, these were the depictions. His warriors going against their warriors, and you know how they make the depictions with, you know, them capturing and people laying on the floor in and, 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 and a, and a, um, a surrender position. But here's the kicker. He never went to war with any of these people that was actually on the wall. 
He was the he was quantum Akhenaten. I am terming him quantum Akhenaten. Just like quantum Jew and quantum Ampu in today's time is trying to express to you how this phenomenon works. Why is that important? Because people came through that landmass, viewed that imagery on the wall, not knowing had it happened or not, and when they saw it, they said in their mind, gee whiz, I can not them people got busy on them fools. As if it was the reality. So how does the quantum work? When you understand photons and electrons, especially when you understand the other side of the quantum, which is which is a particle called a positron that's actually able to move backwards in time. See, ain't nobody talking about this type of science. You got particles that actually travel in a backwards motion, as if they're moving backwards in time versus forwards in time, like an electron. The opposite of an electron is called a positron. So you have these, and this is not a concept. This is a science. You have these particles that defy what your regular perception of time is, yet they exist. They say, oh, no, you can rewind these things, too, that you call reality. So Agnaton, being obsessed with these messenger particles, they conveyed message to him in his psychology. He created images that depicted him defeating surrounding territories and armies, but it never happened. But when people come through to look at that image, they collapse that potential. Therefore, he never has to go to war. That's right. Because those people who came them. through and made, he smashed them already in the quantum. So if you right. already did it, why would you go to war in the physical world? It's already happened on a plane above this one in consciousness. So these things right. never even tried to act, commit an act of war. They never even tried. So when you understand this phenomenon, you will understand why we get so excited and so passionate, right? Exactly. But see, people, people look at this stuff and everybody be talking about the history, the history, the history, but yet you got people walking around with doll heads and cow heads and bird heads and all of this <laughs> mystical stuff going on. But you not you not you won't want to fool with none of that. You oh that's crazy mm-hmm. talk, brother. What do you what do you what do you mean? But you want to deal with all the illustrious yeah. stuff and say, We had this first, brother, and we did this first. And we were and I'm not knocking that and I don't want to make it seem like I am, but see, in today's time, you're gonna to have to get into the higher aspect of what was going on in those people's minds. Right? You mm. definitely gonna have to work with you first here. It's not happening. <laughs> so you so you have to get into the quantum aspect of how this thing works so that you can become first because you're living in an age of mentalism. And it's always been an age of mentalism. I don't care if it was Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, I don't care what age it is. Consciousness and mentalism is the supreme ruler anywhere in the entire galaxy. And then you hear mm. scientists talking about stuff like, well, we're coming to the conclusion that the universe is just one gigantic brain. That's right. right. Exactly. See? And let See, me, nah, let me, man. Let me, mm. let, me go, let, me go, let me go back to Brother Ampoo because we got about 30 minutes left, and I want to get this in. You mentioned Kanye West earlier in the conversation, and mm-hmm. I thought you were going to go in the direction that I want to go in, but you didn't. 
Now, as you all remember, you know, back in the 90s when we had hip-hop, you know, you had MJG who had an album called No More Glory, and he had the Confederate mm-hmm. flag on the album. Uh, Andre mm-hmm. 3000 rocked the Confederate flag as well. And then most recently, Kanye West doing his Jesus concert, he had the, right. the, the, the clothing things with the Confederate flag on it. Now, I guess I, I'm a Gemini like Kanye. My birthday is June the 5th, and we're like two days apart from born the same year. I feel like I'm always defending this brother because, for one, my sister Rhythm will tell you, I'm one that's not offended by the Confederate flag. I have more right. of an issue with the American flag than I do the American the, the, the Confederate flag, but that's another show. Can you break down or let us know what type of message Brother Kanye was trying to get through to us when he was rocking the Confederate flag and, and kind of letting people know it's not what you think it is? Yeah, yeah. It, it's 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 what we call uh, ridicule magic. When you That's take right. something, when you take <laughs> something, and you make a mockery out of it, right? Now, this, now this is mm-hmm. some serious stuff because I'm not going to say that people purposely did this to my man O.J. Simpson, but I got a YouTube video from years ago when I made the connection on how this synchronicity thing worked. With, with, with O.J. Simpson and how he got locked up and all this stuff that he's going through right now with the whole mm-hmm. Naked Gun series and everything. And, um, you know, this. so the, it, Kanye is, you know, like you say, he's a Gemini. You know what I'm saying? So he's a messenger god. You know what I mean? And um, 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 if you see that one album where, where he got the Medusa head, you know what I'm saying? I believe Minister Drew wrote an article on hiphopastrology.com, one of our websites. Absolutely. Where, yep. um, you know, that, that picture that Kanye West got with that head of a woman being beheaded. When Kanye Correct. West was born, the sun, and I believe it was Mercury, was right there, right below the uh, constellation of Perseus. Perseus is known for the one for slaying Medusa. So what happens mm. is these stories are actually based off of, uh, they're not actual people, they're actually um, renditions of what constellations look like they're doing. And people told stories about what it looks like these constellations are and can do in their imagination. That's what happens. That's right. And what you don't know That's is right. since somebody charged that region of space and light with their imagination, that becomes very real. <laughs> because somebody right. charged it with something, they did the Agent Smith to the stars is what you do with the with the imagination, man. So anyway, um, Kanye West, uh, that album cover is very interesting. If you go back and just go to Hip Hop Astrology or Google Hip Hop Astrology, Kanye West, that article should should show up, and you will actually see how he's walking out um, his power. I mean, this was a guy that said, "Put your hands to the constellation." You what? What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? So this thing is phenomenal now. What I'm going to say is don't have an issue with neither of the flags because both flags actually represent a Syrian order. Once again, it's taking you back home. Consciousness has to get your attention. We have to understand that this frequency called God, if you believe in the supreme being, right, this dude is the antagonist and the protagonist at the same time. He's the trick. That that's the key. In other words, let's just keep it one hundred and ask some very basic questions in theology. God, why did you make the devil? Are you not the devil creating the devil God? Well, he was an angel, and I didn't know you didn't know he was going to rebel. Yeah, I'm God. I knew everything. So you willingly made something that was going to rebel, God? Come on. 
then we go, if we start getting into these stories, we can really ask some pretty cool questions. God, why are you making a deal with, with the devil talking about, hey, man, I need you to test Job. Ain't you God and you know what Job's going to do? Now, if you're going to say God don't mm-hmm. know everything, then that's a great conversation we can have for great brain cells purposes and growing new brain cells. I love to have it. But my point is we got to pay attention to the frequency. The frequency that comes through wants to get your attention. And God will morph himself and create a devil to get your attention. That's just how it is. In other words, the original man created the grafted man. Why? Why do you do that? You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, technically, if the grafted comes from the original, then I'm still looking at God at, at the core. Mm. I'm looking at God. So I'm never, ever, ever, you're never, ever going to take the priesthood away from God. I'm sorry. You see God in everything. You see God in speakers. And, you see and, it in everything. And, and, so, and God, and God is human consciousness. See, right. see. Let me let me be real clear about this, because I don't want nobody to walk away confused. Listen, the reason that the the force that many people in the world call God, right? You can give it goals as many names for that force. I'm not going to get into the semantics because people like to play that game. We're talking about the force that people think is responsible for this particular thing called existence, right? That's right. The reason that that force can be an antagonist and a protagonist is because all possibilities exist. That's right. All of them exist. There's nothing that cannot exist. See, when you start talking like this, oh, man, it was never supposed to happen. They ain't never supposed to be it. Listen, man, it happens because it can and it happened because it did. It happened because the possibility always exists for it to happen. The uh-huh. mere fact that some chemicals mix this way and some other elements mix this way, and then you go on and say, oh, it's unnatural. No, it's not. How is it when it exists right now? Uh-huh. It exists right now. It might have some uh-huh. different specifications, that go along with it, but it exists, period, period. You cannot get around it. It exists. So we have to come to that conclusion and know that the winner and the ruler of the game is the one who understands how to appropriate emotion and imagery properly. That's who wins the game. That's who becomes the consensus majority in the way that this thing called life is going to move. You see? So we, get, we, we, gotta, we got to really be clear on that. They exist because they can and because the possibilities and the probabilities exist for them to exist because guess what? If they couldn't, they wouldn't. If mm. they couldn't, they wouldn't. So we have to stop uh-huh. it, man. We have to get past this, 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 we're defending these ideologies to the core, and we're not really looking at this thing without any circumstances attached to it and face the music and say, listen, this is what's happening right now. How are we going to become masters of this universe again? How are we going to do that, both both individually and collectively? And see, what I've realized over my duration understanding this thing is this. People be talking, but they really don't have the impulse for change. They don't have the impulse. 
And without the impulse, it's a limp body, man. It's a, because why? Because we're being fed these same concepts with these same <laughs> ideologies over and over and over and over again. It's, there's no new synaptic channels being created in people's brains, man. With tangible information, but we can show and we can listen. We can show and prove what we're talking tonight. We can show and prove it. That's what's the difference. We're just not talking rhetoric in theory. We realized what was happening and said, wait a minute. You mean right. to tell me that all we mm-hmm. got to do is this? And that right. will happen because we did this on the mental plane? That's right. Wait a minute. That's wait. right. And we start, we got so excited, we start doing emergency broadcasts. This That's is right. serious part two. This is serious That's part right. three. We, we were like little kids in a candy store. And then start doing it over and over and over again. That's right? right. To the point where this thing became more than a phenomenon, it was a reality. Right? And so this is what we, and when we, when we decided as of late, and this is the most excited I've been on the radio in a little while, because we then took it to a whole other level about, was we showing people how to manifest prosperity on a whole other level until the rest of the body politics figure out what we're talking about. And then they can come holler at the priesthood and we can get this thing rolling because we've been putting it out there for the longest. It ain't like we ain't been making it public. It's been public. Suzanne, and now we see other people in this said community who are now starting to implement the actions that we've been doing. And we see you out there. We see uh-huh. you. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing that, 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 that that's starting to be at the forefront of the discussion. But you go over on our page and you'll see we got testimonials for days with people coming through on this money tip. On this prospect, I just posted one today with a sister following some of these imaginal acts that I've been prescribing to people and go read it and weep yourself. But what we realize is people don't like to hit the like button on that. You know what they do? It'd be 15, yes, 20 sir. people. But, but when we That's got right. this science on, oh, you know, what happened at McKinley Police Department and what happened down in Baltimore is 100 likes. It's 75 yeah. likes. And we understand it because we know the neurological processes that's going on in the brain. People's right amygdala is completely damaged. So they're going to always run to the fear and the pain because they can identify with it because that's the current that is the most electrically charged in their brain. But when you start talking about prosperity and people having money show up in their bank account all kind of ways, checks showing up in the mail that they weren't expecting, they moving into places where the rent was $1,644, but then when they get these, these particular prices, the people telling them all of a sudden, all you got to pay is $822, and by the way, we're going to give you your first month rent for free, and oh, by the way, at the old spot, you ain't got to pay 665 all you got to do is pay 325 and oh, by the way, all these different things keep happening to people because they're applying these things that we're saying. They're reaping the benefits from understanding that their consciousness is supreme. So when mm. people start seeing them checks and that money show up, I bet we're going to have everybody over there talking about, whoa, wait a minute. How can I get a part of that? So right. we'll play both sides of the fence. We'll pay both sides of the fence when the people get ready. When they're when they ready for the justice, the real justice to kick in on the group level, then we're here waiting with open arms because we love the people, man. Absolutely. October 10th, Washington, D.C. Right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be there. We're going to be there. March. Yes, Absolutely. Let's go to uh, Sister Rhythm and let her get a question. we got about 15 minutes left. Go ahead, sis. Okay. Um, 
it, it actually seemed like you were answering my question without me even asking it. But I still do need to ask it because it's really specific. But a lot of things that you were saying really go with, like, my my thought on this. And this is a, another hot topic um, that I was having a Facebook discussion about with um, two of my former students. Um, and I just want to know, like, what, without giving my opinion, um, what, what is your take on why this has actually happened? So, okay, they're trying to pass this bill um, where they're going to go into different towns. Um, and they didn't say specifically Chicago. You know, I just figured the United States because um, what I saw about it was talking about, like, giving examples in Baltimore. Okay, so they want to go into particular towns and take this data, and then if the towns are not diverse enough, they are going to pretty much force it to be a diverse neighborhood. Um, like, make they they stated it as low-income housing um, will be, like, if people can afford to move in those neighborhoods, then there will be low-income housing provided. Uh, I think a lot of these things I kind of put out here to, like, really make people mad and, like, keep people on this, like, lower chakra <laughs> level. And this is one, re- one reason that it's really hard for, um, you know, people to advance themselves. But, like, diversifying a neighborhood by force um, to me just seems like it's something that they're doing, like another diversion that's created to make people angry. Um, but I want to know you guys take on this. Like, have you? Did you hear about this? No, no me personally, no, I, haven't I, I, I haven't heard of it. I haven't heard of it. But I mean, if you're saying what it's a, it's a bill that's automatically going to say, hey, we're going to mix your neighborhood up. You gotta have a mixed community. Is that what you're saying? Well, that. Yes, that's what they're saying, but um, the towns don't have to accept the government funding for it. So if the town decides that they don't want this, then they don't have to accept the money. But if it's a town okay. that needs the money, they will accept the money, and then their neighborhood has to be diversified. And it's like, okay, so where are the people coming from? How how are you even supposed nah. to do this? And, and things Listen, like I- this on purpose right, right, to divert right, their attention right, away from right. other things that they do with us. Right, right. Okay. I, I think I, I think I think that's just a right? I me personally, this is me personally. I don't think that I don't think these people in government that smart. I mean, like like if you can run the world with white supremacy, like you don't need to put a Barack Obama who's gonna put a a black attorney general who in return, when he leaves, going to put another black attorney general in all Like, you don't need to do that because you're the superior and you can just go kick black folks behind because they don't fight you back. And, and when, they, when you kill their leaders, they don't burn the White House and they don't go overthrow government. When you go knock their stuff down called Malachi York, they don't go do anything. Like, like, like it don't make no sense. They're not that smart. Neil Neil Tyson Neil, Neil Tyson said something very. He said he said you get a government too much credit. He said if the government was all into secrets like that, you wouldn't have never seen the genitals of Bill Clinton. 
Like, this is supposed to be Illuminati Bill Clinton, who's a part of the CFR. He can't even get a side blowjob on the side without them blowing the horn on him. Like, it don't make no sense. Some of this is just, it's just a bunch of fear and quack. And, and the truth of the matter, man, if it wasn't for the so-called pain in Illuminati and white like, a lot of people wouldn't even have a speaking platform to talk about. They need the white man to exist to even teach. I'm just going to keep it 100, for real, for real. They need mm. them. So, so these people ain't that smart when you really look at it on that note. What I see in the bill like that is, because I'm always looking for God, I say, well, damn, that's brilliant. There go that spirit again that came and said, hey, you know what? We need a northern force that's going to be called the Union, and they're going to represent the North, and they're going to do the black and white thing and go get these black folks up out of here, and it's going to be a black and white thing, right? These are the same black folks that's following the North Star to get free. Here come the North. Now, mind you, you escaping, and to get your freedom before the war jump off, you're using the North Star, and then some people up north say, you know what, we're the north, and now we're about to become the physical body embodiment of a north star, and we're going to go down south, and we're going to whip this behind for you so you can come on up north. This is a spiritual and physical thing, right? So if that is a bill, I see God in that. You know why? I'm going to tell you why. Because, you know what, let's just, let's just, keep, it, let's just keep it 100 Man, the ghettos all across America is still the dang-gone ghetto. The truth of the matter is we have not collectively, as the citizens of the ghetto, look at Detroit, you can go anywhere, we haven't collectively did anything for the ghetto. So the truth of the matter is you just might need those old people or these ancestors of the North to come in and continue to help you. See, you do away with white supremacy when you actually say, you know what, those who rock with me because you are allied with me, be known that you are allied with me and right here in the neighborhood and start putting some money up in here and let's start delegating this thing. The problem is we don't know how to delegate and contract and be right there on the spot to make sure that it's beneficial for the whole. But don't act like you're not using the so-called white man money. Don't act like you ain't using the so-called white man identification. Don't act like... Don't act like you ain't playing the game. So if you playing the game and you ain't killing your so-called opposition, then it's nothing wrong in warfare to say, yo, both of you on that side called the opposition, any of y'all want to come over here and roll with me and trade on that side? And these people raise their hand and say, yeah, man, we want to come roll with you. We're going to roll on them in any way possible, economics, physical war. We're going to march for you and get on the front line. We're going to do all the things we want to do to ride with you. You mean to tell me you ain't going to take that? That's absolutely insanity inside of the art of war. So I see a move like that, that is absolutely good. You just have to be on the front line to maintain what is going on. Mm. But that's the spirit world, again, moving and, you into a force of unification. And right. and and to, to, answer, to further answer that question, if this is a conspiracy, all this stuff they got going on, this is the slowest rotisserie I've ever seen in my life. Hey, do tell them what they do to you when they get mad. Why don't they limit the king out? Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let's, let's walk this thing through. Okay. You got these people, like you said, they, they talk in this conspiracy because they need that talk to stay relevant. Let's just look at this. People saying South Carolina is a hoax, brother. It was staged, brother. It was an assassination, brother. 
Well, now let's look at that. Let's analyze that. On Wednesday nights, this church had Bible study every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. People are saying, oh, those people weren't really in there. Those family members, do you see how they're acting? It's just so funny. That would imply, that would have to mean that the only person in the church was the senator. On a night where they have regular Bible study every Wednesday, same time, same back channel. That would mean if it was a setup, and no, that would have to mean nobody else who was a regular member of that church that go on Wednesdays was in the church. That's right. Now, now let's move forward. Then they say stuff like this. It's MK Ultra, and uh, they're doing this to get the black vote. And, you know, uh, 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 they're trying to start a race war, and they're going to put us in the King Alfred, brother, and the concentration camps. Now, when you look at the conspiracy talk, once, well, on one hand, the conspiracy people say, well, your vote don't matter no way, brother. And then turn around and say, but they, it's a conspiracy because they're trying to get the black vote. Then you have a, uh, a situation that's going on down here in, this, in, in Charleston, right, or, or in Baltimore, a situation like that, and they say, oh, man, you know, they're just trying to kill brothers. They just want to kill us all. They're trying to kill us all. And then when the police actually have an opportunity to do it in a manner where uh-huh. you're out in the street of Baltimore throwing bricks, into moving squad cars and everything else you could imagine, that would be the prime opportunity for them to cut loose on a crowd of black folks and be able to get away with it even more so because they would clearly say these people are throwing rocks, bricks, and you know the line that the police used, we were afraid for our lives. So now Mm -hmm. when you hear this conspiracy talk, and they want to kill or kill you, brother, and put you in the concentration camp and all this type of thing, when they get the opportunity to do it, guess what they turn around and say to the public? They tell you, I'm putting you people on curfew. (laughs) Go in the house. (laughs) But yet they want to kill you. And they have all the opportunity. But when they get wild and they have the opportunity to let the parents go on you, they say, oh, no. No, 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 no. Y'all got to go in the house. Right? And then, right. A verdict, and then a verdict come down, and they say, we are indicting and charging these cops with murder and all these other charges. And then people come out and say, oh, well, they only did it because they were trying to quell the violence in the city, brother. And it, listen, how, what do you want? See, let's get down to the logic of what do you want? On one hand, you say they get away with it all the time. Then when they get charged with it, you're so full of fight and flight that you want to find a way to say how that's not even good. Mm-hmm. We got to figure this thing out, man. We got because, because yeah. there's too much of that dialogue going on without really scrutinizing what's being said. And when you look at it, it makes no sense. Why? None. Because people do not want to admit that they're the gods of this universe. And I'm talking about each body, everybody listening right now where you stand, you're the god of the universe. 
And when you understand that, you can create reality from your mind. So we have to be, we, 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 we have to repeat this thing right here. Yes, sir. We got five minutes. We're going to go to Minister, uh, I mean, we're going to go to Noble and Poo, then Minister Jew. Any closing remarks you guys got? I thought it was a great show tonight. If you're in Columbus, Cincinnati, Cleveland, surrounding areas, get to the, the, the state capitol this Sunday at 12 over in Gosney on Westerville Road, $15 at the door. These brothers gave you a nice warm-up of what you can expect when you come out Sunday, so make sure y'all are in the building. It's going down. But any closing remarks you brothers got, man, give us the website. How, how can we get in touch with y'all and any other information y'all want to get, y'all want to give yeah, indeed, man. Well, you know, again, thank you both uh, for, for having us, man. And, um, you know, uh, I got a prosperity club that's going, like we said, we, we can put this energy on, on both sides of the spectrum. And on the other side of the spectrum, there's some phenomenal things that's really happening in life and attracting abundance and prosperity. So if you on Facebook, No Ampu Galileo on Facebook, you will see tons and tons of testimonials uh, from a prosperity club that we put together. And you can visit IamProsperity.info, and you will see that um, even on the Facebook page, we currently only been rocking for only two weeks, and we've already attracted exactly $9,147 in unexpected funds, all right? And that, that was only in two weeks, all right? In fact, that's a, I'm looking at an old sheet. I'm sorry, 14000 That's a little over 14000 in two weeks. You'll see tons and tons of testimonials that's right there. And I'm showing people the power of their thoughts, the law of attraction. So it's IamProsperity.info. And prosperity is better health. You can, when you sign up, you actually hear uh, uh, MP3 from a last class that I did in 2013 where that group in just 28 days had a collected total of $35,000 in unexpected money. People was waking up with $1,500 checks, went to work and had a $2,500 pay bonus for the year. That was 4000 in one watt. Like the prime minister told you, he had people who got a $16,000 car with dang on bad credit and didn't even know that how they were going to get it. But he just told them how he got his car and how to do these particular, um, these imaginal acts, and things will manifest in your way. So I am prosperity.info if you want to get up on the high science of life and make your life better by understanding your thoughts. That's where it is. Again, at I am prosperity.info. And then also MyAstrologyCoach.com. Drop your email address over there on the front page at MyAstrologyCoach.com. Um, of course, man, 7-Eleven, we got a book release, Spiritual Wisdom for the 21st Century. That'll be down in Atlanta. So we're down in Atlanta on 7-Eleven. You definitely want to be there. That's a Saturday. And um, we're going to have a powerful, powerful, powerful time right there. And um, also, you know, our summer solstice trip is up in Charlotte, up in the mystical Blue Mountains. And um, just go to MyAstrologyCoach.com, go to the Events tab, and then when you hit the Events tab, go ahead and hit Retreats. And I just want you to take a look at the picture of this divine light that was up in the sky. And if you put it in contrast to the mountains, you will see that this divine light that opened up in the sky was bigger than any mountain that you can possibly see, even imagine. We're talking about the God force is very real. When we go and we get to these places, that I'm telling you, you can and you can research this. Research this. We was at Grandfather Mountain in 2012 for the summer solstice. Summer solstice, June 20, 21st, 22nd. We was there. On June 24th, a couple days later after we left, a bald eagle by the name of Isis died. Google that. Bald eagle Isis dies at Grandfather Mountain. That's after we did a special ceremony 
U.S. flag, which is our flag. All right. So when we when we that's that's why I said, brother Insight, hold off on the flag because we that's our flag. We did a special ceremony gotcha. with that flag, and the eagle died. And when the eagle is the symbol of the actual flag, so we got the eagle, Isis, the mother goddess. That was the name of the eagle. I'm Ampu, just come out of the Egyptian pantheon. That was spirit world saying, hey, we rock with you. We got you. You the priest that's going on the mountaintop. You've been there. It's with you. So visit us at myastrologycoach.com. Hit that events tab and just take your time and look. And if you can, definitely get inside of the Iron Prosperity, all right, and definitely sign up for the strip that's coming up for the summer solstice. Okay, and before, look, brother, before Brother Jew go in, let me read this real quick. It's a sad day. Grandfather Mountain, one of Mountain's new ball eagle editions, Isis, was, right. uh, was was passed away on June 27th. Wow, that's crazy. That's and, right. Uh, that's the, right. The, the prosperity page, it has like an Asian-looking woman on the front page, right? Is that the right site? That's right. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. you got to watch the video. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So y'all go to that. Go ahead, uh, uh, Minister Jew. Absolutely. Listen, be in Atlanta. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to stomp the brakes off that mountain on that particular day. <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's interesting that I'm, on, hey, I'm from the Chi-Town, so I, I know the vibe, right? I'm feeling the vibe with the panel tonight. You know what I mean? And it's funny mm-hmm. that the co-host is rhythm. And that's what's the most important thing when you get in these collective ceremonies is the rhythm. But mm. on a final note, we was already at the mountaintop in Stone Mountain, Georgia, years ago. And I did a radio mm-hmm. show called We've Been to the Mountaintop after the April great 7th. Martin Luther King, mm-hmm. April 7th. Mm-hmm. And when we went on that mountaintop, right, a few days later, an earthquake went off in Lincolnton, mm-hmm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. few weeks April, after that. April 7th. April 7th, and brother, hold on, hold on. You can Google that too right now. We did a radio show called We've Been to the Mountaintop on April the 7th. Two hours after that radio show, an earthquake went off in Lincolnton, Georgia. You can Google that. That's right there, and that's in 20, what was that, 2013? 2013, April 7th, 2013. Right, and we all know what Lincoln represents as far as the Emancipation Proclamation. So here comes the spirit world again, confirming through linguistics, when you do a right brain function in order to let you know that you right on time. So an earthquake goes off in Lincolnton, Georgia. Not only that, a few weeks after that, a guy starts a petition in order to take the racist images off of Stone Mountain itself. That's when right. we just were up there, when we just were up there with the specific intent to banish the racist thought forms that exist in this current reality and magnetic field. Then all of a sudden, somebody gets a photon or a messenger particle and has a what you call a bright idea and says, let's start a petition and spread it around and take it to the government of Georgia and say, we want these racist images removed off the mountain. You can Google that. Man, Stone, right. uh, Georgia, Stone Mountain Man creates petition to take the images off a stone mountain. So right. now, so now we're not playing. And I want to make this clear for the audience because you never know who's listening tonight. Whatever race you are, whatever gender you are, we coming in the spirit of justice and righteousness. And if you stand by that, 
when you hear this message tonight, no one who stands in that spirit should be offended with this dialogue because we are about justice on either side of the coin. Right is right, right. And wrong is wrong, and that's where we stand. So visit us on the website, myastrologycoach.com, and have y'all behind in Atlanta in a week and a half because it's going down. That's right. That's Minister Jew, and that's Noble and Pooh, y'all. Thank you, my brothers, for a great build tonight. I thought it was a great show. Everybody in the listening audience, make sure y'all take this link, pass it on, share it with your friends and family, especially my Ohio family. I expect to see y'all all Sunday in the building at Ngozi. It's going to be a great, great um, presentation, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'll build with you brothers this weekend when y'all get in town, man. I appreciate y'all's time. Indeed. Right, peace, Thank brother. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank, thank, all right, you, family. thank you, sister. Peace, peace and blessings. Yes, sir. Wow, what a great show tonight, y'all. That's Brother Noble and Pooh, as well as Minister Drew. Great build tonight. Um, man, with a wealth of knowledge. Make sure y'all are in the building this coming Sunday at 12 noon in Ngazi over on Westerville Road. Uh, we have a lot of events over there with Brother Kurt, uh, Brother Ron P. They show us so much love for letting us use the space. Um and um, it's it's always a great time over there. The family comes out in great numbers, so we encourage you guys to come out. Make sure y'all um, tell a friend and relative. It's 15 bucks at the door. Um, and it's going to be a great, great time. So have fun with your family this weekend. Do your thing. But come Sunday, we expect to see y'all. It's going to be at 12, about from about 12 to 3, 3.30, somewhere in there. Um, it's at Ngazi at 4430 Westerville Road. Um, and uh, make sure y'all in the building, 4430 Westerville Road, and that's it in Gaza. Sister Rhythm, anything you got to close in tonight, beloved? Oh, just real quick, it was a really good show. A lot of good information was given, and, you know, hopefully all of the listeners got the same thing that I got out of it. Um, you know, just learning more about how to um, make things happen for yourself because that is what we have to do. Like, nobody else can do anything for you better than you can, you know, especially if it is um, if, if it's about elevating yourself. So <clears throat> we have the power within us to elevate ourselves, and it is a great show. Absolutely. Uh, echo those sentiments. It was a great, great show. Appreciate both of those brothers for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, catch us Sunday. We're coming right back Sunday, man. We got Brother Nasi. He's coming right back with his new book, and he's going to have his new wives, so his two wives on with us. So all a lot of the people have a lot of questions about polygamy and polygyny. Uh, we're going to hear from the woman's perspective, from both of his wives, um, and he probably won't even be doing too much talk. We're going to hear predominantly from them. So make sure y'all are in the building this Sunday at 6 o'clock on the Insightful Hour. Again, it's been a great, great show, and we look forward to hearing and seeing y'all uh, this coming Sunday at 6 o'clock. So make sure y'all are in the building. We're going to go out on some Kendrick Lamar, and uh, we'll be finished the show talking about the prosperity site. I'm about to get on there and start making some of this stuff manifest because we got to stop talking about it and totally be about it. So we're going to go out to this Kendrick Lamar with how much a dollar costs and we'll see y'all Sunday. Peace and blessings. This is Brother Insight.
much a dollar really costs. The question is detrimental, paralyzed in my thoughts. Parasites in my stomach keep me with a gut feeling, y'all. Gotta see how I'm chilling once I park this luxury car. Hopping out, feeling big as move tempo. 20 your pump sticks, Dougie Marcellus called me Dumbo. 20 years ago, came for gifts. Now I can lend them my era too. How to stack these residuals tenfold. The liberal concept that men are due. 2006, you didn't hear me. Indigenous African only spoke Zulu, my American tongue was lyric. Walked out the gas station, a homeless man with a steady tan complexion Asked me what ten ran, stressing about dry land Deep water, powder blue skies that crack open, a piece of crack that he wanted I knew he was smoking, he begged and pleaded Asked me to feed him twice, I didn't believe it, told him beat it Contributed money just for his pipe, I couldn't see it He said, my son, temptation is one thing that I've defeated Listen to me, I want a single bill from you Nothing less, nothing more. I told him I didn't have it, then closed my door. Tell me how much a dollar cost. Change to right my wrong. 